Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, let's see here. Uh, wow, I, it, it looks like Zoe Sorg, who, who writes to us all the way from, wow, Oribos. And they write, Dear Tashmafuni, I am writing to you on behalf of Cartel Zoe. Okay. We became aware of the Half-Hill Report as a result of your recent visit to Corthia. We are interested in entering into a contract with you that we believe would be in our mutual best interest. Cartel Zoe is seeking information on wars and conflicts between mortal races in Azeroth, which you may be in a unique position to obtain in your travels. From listening to your show, we understand that your ability to travel may be limited due to financial constraints. Boy, got that right. We would be willing to consider fully funding your travel costs within reasonable limits, along with a modest stipend in exchange for exclusive rights to any and all information you may obtain on the aforementioned subject. Please respond at your earliest convenience by return courier. Please note that Cartel Zoe considers this offer to be of a private nature between you and us, and we therefore request that you not make it public. Huh, I probably should have said that at the beginning of the letter. Respectfully, Zoe Sorg, Master of Conflict. Well, Zoe Sorg, what a, what a fascinating and thought-provoking letter, and... Uh, Sorry to have let the quill rat out of the bag like that. Quite honestly, I'm a bit overwhelmed by your very generous offer. As the listeners may be aware, I'm just starting my junior year here at half L Ag, and I'm starting to feel the pressure of what I'm going to do once I graduate. I mean, I've always kind of assumed I would just continue the show, but I can't really make a living at this, and you're right, we run this thing on a shoestring. The ad dollars barely cover Rizak's travel expenses. I'll have to give this some serious thought. Well, stay tuned, listeners, and thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. Rumors are circulating throughout Azeroth and in the Shadowlands that heroes and adventurers may be able to change their covenant allegiance much easier than they have in the past. While it's unclear what is driving this change, experts are speculating that the unified covenant assault on the jailer may be the principal motivator. So, if you've pledged allegiance to the Necrolords and are seeking a more serene existence, you can easily switch to the Night Fae. Or, if you're just partied out with the Venthyr, why not consider joining up with the more serious Kyrian? You know, that reminds me of a joke I heard from an adventurer here in the Turnip. Go to Bastion for the climate, and Revendreth for the company. Hey folks, switching covenants may be a big decision, 
but choosing where you shop shouldn't be. And the fine vendors of Half Hill Market make it easy. With everything you need for kitchen, garden, or farm at the best prices to be found anywhere, you'll always be glad you shop at Half Hill Market. Open every day, all year round. A world of shopping, right here in our own backyard. That music can mean only one thing. It's time for Jan's Huddle with our very own sports reporter, Jan Ironchin. Sponsored by Moonberry Juice. Take it away, Jan. And Ironchin here. This week, the mighty Mushans carried their winning momentum into their away game against the menacing metallurgists of the Iron Forge School of Mines. But it was a real nail biter. The Mushans offense struggled in the early going in front of a very vocal, very partisan, and frankly, very drunk Iron Forge crowd. The offensive line failed to give junior single interback LG Windtail the protection she needed to execute, and this resulted in some turnovers in the first period, which the metallurgists capitalized on with some easy single criticals. Fortunately, head coach Mo Driftbranch made some great adjustments between periods, and the Mushans were able to even up the score going into the final period. The two teams tore up the middle of the field throughout the period, neither one able to gain advantage. And then, with only seconds remaining and the metallurgists threatening to score, freshman phenom right outside flexback Ty Young Ironchin came up with a brilliant takeaway play and scampered the length of the field into the scoring zone for a bonus triple critical, giving the Mushans the win and stunning the home crowd into silence. And yes, Ty Young is my nephew, and I'm mighty proud of him. The Mooshans continue on the road next week against the Buccaneers of the Bilgewater Vocational Institute. Well, that's it for me this week. This is Shan Ironchin reminding you to keep your paws on the ground and your eyes on the ball. Thanks, Shan, and march on, Mooshans, march on. For those fans who won't be able to travel to the game next week against the Buccaneers on Pirates Day weekend, the Lazy Turnip is joining up with the Mooshans Booster Club and will be offering half-price drinks and free eye patches to all fans. Jan's Huddle is brought to you by Moonberry Juice. Sold everywhere, used by everyone. Checking the Azeroth calendar? Well, we've already mentioned the upcoming Pirates Day, which is just a week away. It's going to be a busy month in Azeroth with the overlapping Harvest Festival and Brewfest celebrations. So whether you want to take time to commemorate those who made the ultimate sacrifice for the Allies or join the Dwarves in their annual celebration of brewing, there's something out there this month for you. It's time once again for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. And this week we have Professor Talib in the studio with us. Hey there, Tosh. Hello, Toshi. So, Velmic, last time you said you were going to find some place to take your little girl, Alice. How did that work out? Well, it turned out to be a trip for whole family to a place called Hook Point in Boralis. Demesis and Tilly went with us, Daolin and Alice and... And when I heard they were going to Hook Point, I asked Daolin if I could join them. Wow. So there must have been something for everyone on this trip, I guess. Eh, I guess so. But I'll tell you all about it 
and you can make up your own mind about that. First of all, Hook Point is not easy place to find or to get to. We get to Portal Room in Borales, and I ask directions to Hook Point from local guard. He look us all over, and especially noticed little Alice, and asked if we were sure we wanted to go there with so many females and a little girl with us. I assured him that we were more than capable of taking care of ourselves, and then Tilly said that if he wasn't careful about comments like that, he might find out for himself. So, things started off great. Anyway, he gives us directions through a place called Dampwick that I had been to before when I reviewed in there called Drunken Griffin. So I knew how bad this place was and rushed us through as quick as I could. And I guess between looks of Demesis and Tilly... And I believe my bow might have deterred some of them as well. Oh yes, Professor. The thugs in Dampwick gave that bow you carry a good long look. Like I am saying, they must have decided we weren't worth the effort and we got to Hook Point without any trouble. Tilly was thirsty when we first get into Hook Point and saw a sign for a place called Beard Barrel Brewing Company, but apparently it was closed. The sailor pounding on the door and his companion carrying a barrel were none too happy about it. I don't imagine they were, but fortunately you weren't there to do an in-review, were you? Because, of course, you don't do those anymore. No, no, I don't, smart guy. Uh, sorry. So, I asked if this trip had something for everyone. What was your first stop? Well, since the place I wanted to visit was right across the street, we went there first. I've been wanting to see the famous homing copters for quite a while. I'm sure you know, Tashi, that they are very important in the commerce of Boralus. <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't, but... Why don't you tell our listeners why? Well, they're part of the shipping operation owned by Seraphim Springwheel and Chance Codswaddle. The homing copters are used to carry all manner of goods around Boralus and the surrounding area. Things like honey and mead and live crabs. Quite remarkable inventions. Alice liked the little copters too, Professor. <laughs> she asked if she could go and ride on one. But fortunately, Seraphim and Chance say no. And let me tell you, I was very relieved that they did. So, from there we go to find Demesis and Tilly, who had gone to find something to drink and eat, and to find the person Tilly wanted to visit while we were there in Hook Point. Oh, really? Tilly has a friend in Hook Point? And not so much of a friend, but someone she is a big fan of. Turns out that Hook Point is home for a writer named Noah Scribeson that Tilly likes very much, and she wanted to get autographed copy of one of his books. Interesting. I, I wouldn't have thought that Tilly was much of a reader. What, um, what types of books does uh, he write? Eh, oh boy, how do I phrase this? Oh, Velmic, they're called steamy romance novels. Nothing to be embarrassed about. Hey, I'm not embarrassed. Ah, uh, <laughs> You are blushing a little, buddy. Okay, okay. It was little embarrassing when Alice asked if she could read book. Tilly and Demesis both laughed and said book was for Alice when she got a little older. Then Alice said, oh, it has sex in it? Wow. Okay then, moving along. Good idea. 
Fortunately, Daolin distracted Alice by asking whether she would like to go take quilts to orphanage that we had brought. Oh, wow, you brought quilts for the orphanage. That's so, that's so nice. Yes, the Half Hill Quilter Society donated them for us to bring there. That was the original purpose of this trip, along with providing an outing for Alice. That's right, Professor. When Daolin and I were trying to decide for a good place to take Alice, Daolin told me that she had heard of this orphanage from Eamon, who had spent lots of time in Borales. So she thought this would be a good thing to do. Well, I think that's just great. Thank you, Tosh. Orphan matron Westerson was very grateful, and Alice had nice time playing with all children there. She even spent a few minutes talking to one little boy sitting on bed that looked kind of sad. Daolin told me that she heard Alice tell him to not be too sad, that she had been in orphanage too, but she got adopted by very nice family, and maybe he would too. Oh, wow. Wow, Valmek, that's... That's really touching. Yes, yes, Daolin had tears in her eyes when she told me this. And uh, I got a little emotional too. But that was not only emotional moment for this trip. Really? What, what else happened? So by this time everyone was hungry and thirsty and wanted to sit down for a rest. We asked orphan matron Westerson for a good place to find something to eat and she told us that just down street was wonderful outdoor market with all kinds of food vendors. But as we were walking there, what do you think happened? Wow, Tashi, you're right. He does ask that a lot. I know, right? Okay, okay. Can I go on with story now, please? Yeah, sorry. So, like I am saying, we are almost to market when Alice sees a place called Rough Waters Pet Shop. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I guess I can see the emotional moment. I guess Alice was crying and begging for a new pet again. <laughs> Only a little. But that was not why it was emotional. This place was overrun with all kinds of dogs, and Alice had very much fun running around and petting and playing with all these. When she went upstairs to see more of them, she found a man named Seth Spaulding, who was petting sleeping dog on bed. Alice asked him what his dog's name was, and he said that none of the dogs there were his. He had lost his dog, named Willoughby, many years ago. So every day he comes to pet shop, finds the loneliest one, and pets them and tells them what a good dog they are. Oh, wow. That's so sad. Sad in one way, yes, but happy in others. Seth Spaulding gets to visit with dogs, and dog he chooses that day gets nice attention. So, like I am saying, it was very emotional for all of us. Even Demesis and Tilly got a little choked up when we tell them about it over lunch at market. Tilly wanted to take one of the dogs home, but Demesis said that Jake would not be happy about that. And Demesis had good point. No one wants to live with a grumpy hyena. Anyway, we finished day with very nice meal of Roland's famous Frankfurters and local cheese called Hatherford Brunost, which was very tasty. So, all in all, it was very nice trip. Well, that's wonderful. But Velmek, 
you said there was something for everyone on this trip. So Tilly got her autograph book, and I guess Demesis must have been happy about that. Dowlin and Alice got to make a donation to an orphanage and visit a pet shop. And of course, Professor Talib, you got to see some neat technology. Belmick, what about you? No, Tash, you said there was something for everyone. I told you to listen to story and you could make up your own mind. So, what do you think? Ah, I see your point. But did you enjoy yourself at least? And how about you, Professor? I had a wonderful day. Thank you, Velmik. You're welcome, Professor. And yes, any day I spend with family is grand day out. Well, that's great. And we'll certainly look forward to hearing about your next adventure. Until then, Dionysa Ka, my friend. Dionys Akatash. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Drop by us and see us sometime, won't you? And when you do, remember to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. See you next week, folks. And remember, make your own turnip. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Report, or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.